You're listening to Creating the Perfect Experience, a podcast all about events, featuring conversations with creative professionals at the top of their game. We're sharing hot takes, tips, and tricks for designing and producing memorable moments for commercial, nonprofit, and media organizations. Here's your host, Mark Testa, founder and creative director of Mark Steven Agency. I'm excited to introduce Ashana Ayers, founder of the Ayers Agency. She's a talent manager, content creator, producer, and brand manager. Ashana has worked with Jay-Z, Janet Jackson, Jill Scott, and Mary J. Blige. In 2022, she partnered with Mary J. to create the Strength of a Woman Festival in Atlanta. Her mantra is move fast and create things. Welcome, Ashana. Thanks for having me. So glad you can do this. Like we were saying, we've worked together for years, but we have never yep. actually talked like this. You know, it's always like, get to yep. the job, do what we got to do. So I'm excited to hear yep. your your story and how you got started and everything. So uh, okay. we're going to we're going to start with that. So how did you get started? Um, so I started my career actually in the music business, um, doing marketing. Um, so I've always been a storyteller. I've always created um, culture and created moments and experiences and and told stories by way of marketing. So whether that was, you know, consumer campaigns or digital campaigns or artwork or music videos um, or um, album uh, photo shoots. And I've just always been a storyteller. And so uh, once I left the music business, I started to manage clients. Um, and interestingly enough, I, I started to manage clients and Mary J. Blige was one of my clients, is one of my clients still, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, she had done um, she had done Essence. I'll, I'll tell you the, the, the start to like our big activations. I've always okay. done, you know, dinner parties or album release parties or things like that. So part of my marketing always included some type of in real life experience, again, be it a mm -hmm. album release party or a listening session or things like that. But from a large scale experience standpoint, um, Mary J. Blige had performed at Essence for a number of years, um, probably 10 or 12. Mm -hmm. And when I started to, to work with her closely, I wanted to curate or storytell her Essence experience. I wanted to change mm -hmm. what she had been doing year over year over year. Um, and so I was lucky enough to, to, to work with a woman there. Um, her name is Joy Prophet Collins, mm -hmm. and um, and she allowed me to come in and storytell. She allowed me to come in and curate Mary's night. And so, mm -hmm. you know, everything from choosing the talent that was on that lineup to choosing, um, you know, uh, uh, who was in the lounges. You know, I was always I was also like looking at the stage design and the mm -hmm. lighting mm -hmm. and I was just very involved in the storytelling of, you know, her essence experience. And so I did that for a few years just for Mary's night. And I was fortunate enough for her to 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 offer me an opportunity to do that across the weekend, across multiple nights. And so that really started you know, my experience with large scale mm. um, events or large scale programming, large scale event design and curation. Um, again, I was doing it, you know, on a much smaller scale while I was in marketing and the music business. Right. Um, but but my essence experience really, really got got me started on large scale experiences. Um, and then 
uh, they, Essence was creating a new program called the Entrepreneur Summit and Ho Holiday Market. And it, yep. and it was a um, an, an experience in Atlanta where I was based, mm -hmm. um, where there was, you know, part summit and part black owned shopping experience. And they wanted it to be in the community. You know, they wanted to 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 uh, host upwards of 10,000 people per day. Uh, they wanted all Black-owned vendors. They mm -hmm. wanted, uh, you know, speakers that spoke to a, a younger, more diverse audience. And that's what I knew. And mm -hmm. so I was then afforded another opportunity to curate, you know, from scratch. And I, like, in essence, something that existed already that I was kind of putting my fingerprint on. But this was something comp I was building completely from scratch. Right. And then I met an amazing experiential producer who like held my hand through the process i don't even know if you knew that was my, my first time but uh, <laughs> well it's first time uh, we worked together was, i think right yeah that was my first from top to bottom you know building uh programming designing that was like my first thing i had these amazing opportunities um from essence and and it really allowed me to learn large-scale experiences yeah. When we started doing that project together as the inaugural event, um, yes. it was in a big warehouse and yes, it was yes. from scratch. The challenge was, you know, create this brand new entity, uh, find a space that's in the community. So, you mm -hmm. know, we couldn't go to a convention center. Mm -hmm. We couldn't go to a conference center. Like we had to go in the community. And so we activated a warehouse that had like no running water. <laughs> I don't even know if it had electricity. So. No, no, no heating and cooling system. That's for sure. Yeah. None of that. Oh so, yeah. yeah. And so I started at the Super Bowl and now everything else is easy. All right, right. That's great. Like I said, I, I completely respect the work that you do. Once I realize, you know, when it comes to talent and and, and curation and and yep. creating that content, you know, we're so used to on our side the physical aspect of things. And it's very hard to do both. You know, I, I would rather just yeah. deal with things that don't talk back. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so, you know, I know what I'm doing from a, from a very physical point of view, stage, light, sound, design, you come from a point of uncertainty to me, which makes me crazy, but you can handle it amazingly yeah. well because you deal with talent, yeah. which talent, yeah. You know, you've got all layers when it comes to talent. You've got ego, you've got uh, yep. logistics and uncertainty. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, how do you deal with that? Yeah, I think it's, it's experience, right? I've, I have been in the music industry working with talent for over 20 years. And so I think the time and the trial and error, every piece of talent is different. They're, everyone's needs are different. Um, everyone's taste and tone is different. And so I think the time that um, that I've spent in the music industry really helped me to um, understand the DNA of talent. So mm -hmm. when I approach an experience, I approach it from what's the experience going to be for them? How is it comfortable for them? How do we get the best out of them, putting them in this space? Um, and what is their DNA that needs to be aligned with the DNA of the experience? Right. Um, and so I think the time, I think my experience in the music industry, working with talent for so many years, um, I bring that to, you know, the experiences that I produce. I'm always starting from the vantage point of what is the experience in the room mm -hmm. from a right. consumer standpoint, but also from a talent standpoint, the design and making it pretty, 
that part for me is easy. But the experience in the room is is what's most important to me. And and from a talent um, standpoint, but also from a consumer standpoint, like how do we, how do we want people to feel? What do we want them to walk away with feeling? Yeah, it reminds me of how you tie everything together. And once I got inside your head, we had done uh, <laughs> something during COVID. It was the drive-in movie thing with Mary J. Yeah. Lies, right? So I didn't realize you would actually help produce that film after reading your bio. <laughs> but here, here's an example. I mean, we we were doing the drive-in. We had Ford was a sponsor. So we have all these Ford cars in the yep. middle. And we placed them in the front for a reason. You know, Ford had to be in the front with the cameras. And you asked me to give up a car for somebody uh-huh. you're like can you can uh-huh. you and I was like first I was like why and then I realized you were trying to put the right people in the car with the sponsors for the cameras and it was just like a 360 moment so it's this back and forth behind the scenes stuff that I think most people don't even see that's the like thing even- is like knowing the passion points of whoever you're working with whether it's talent or a client right mm-hmm. like knowing what drives them and like how to lean into that or the KPI of a client mm-hmm. like what what is this what does a sponsor want to get out of this experience when you're doing like the behind the scenes and the and their green rooms and their backstage you know what they want sometimes I'm like really mm-hmm. and you'll be like no just please do it for me <laughs> please do it. you yeah. know and it really does make a difference and, and you're right it's not yeah. just the talent you'd be surprised at some of the sponsors those little yeah. things go a long way and I think you've taught me that those little points they'll remember that oh that person took care of me yeah. that person escorted me yeah. to the front yes absolutely absolutely I mean even you know you're dealing with female talent or female even female clients you know having that makeup in their dressing room makes a world of of difference or having a steamer on site or just little nuances that make the experience more comfortable alleviates any delays um you know just just it's there's a care and uh, um, attention to detail, I think, um, you know, that's necessary when when you're when you're producing such large experiences, because oftentimes those are the things that are forgotten about because the scale of the event is so big, right. um, you know, that all things are, are lost. But but being mindful of those things as the event is larger, just you have more talent and more sponsors and more. And so just. You know, I think one of the things that I, I pay attention to is the the little things because those things become big things. Oh, they you're absolutely right, and and and, and people make fun of the green M and M's, but you know it really does. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I, I yes, I had helped on a on the Grammys once, and there was a talent manager just assigned to Rihanna. <laughs> you know, and and they had to make sure it wasn't just salt in her room. You know, she had to have a certain pink salt, which she never touched, but, and I took it, but, you know, it, it was one of those things that was on the list and it better be there, you know, and, and, or they had to have a microwave, which they brought in and literally threw out at the end because it, it all these yeah. things needed to be there and it was non-negotiable, particularly for the Grammys. And if you want that level of talent, the stuff has to be there. Yeah. You're right. And some don't even know the why and and you may think like why do we you know mm-hmm. on one of my client writers there's you know twizzlers and there's always twizzlers on a rider always twizzlers on a rider and you know anywhere we went you know we had to have these twizzlers well you know i would eat the twizzlers and didn't <laughs> you know and one one time like i was eating some twizzlers and i finished a pack 
Uh-uh. And what I didn't realize was that Twizzlers for this particular artist for, you know, as part of her regimen, when you when you melt them, when you like put them in hot water and let it melt down for singers, it coats your throat. Wow. I didn't know that. And so I didn't know that, you know, Twizzlers or even gummy bears when you mm. melt them down, put water in them, you melt them down. So sometimes it's things that you may not even understand. And so as an event producer, you know, you don't want to disregard some of these things that for you may seem, you know, unimportant Mm -hmm. or silly or whatever, because you don't even know, you know, how that plays a part in their regiment or how in their, you know, preparation. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of lessons that I learned that makes me you know, also like pay attention to the details and you may not know or you may not get it. But, you know, that Twizzler story like always reminds me, like if they need green M&Ms, you have no idea why. Who knows? Right. Why? You're, right. <laughs> You're right. Early in my career, I was that person that would complain and say, why, why, why? And like you, mm-hmm. I've learned, um, you know, and this is just thing like black towels. Somebody was like, I need black towels. And I once again, I didn't realize I'm not a woman. Yeah. I didn't realize it yeah. was for the makeup and not to, st- you know, yeah. it, it was about the makeup. So yeah. I have learned same thing. I just don't, I, I will send somebody, if, if it's on the list, make sure you have everything on the list. That's don't ask why yeah. just, I know it's a pain. Yeah. Go to, you may have to go to four stores and five stores and target and, you know, you know, CVS, but you got to just do it. You know, they may never use yeah. it. Take it home when you're done. It doesn't matter. Just do it. Um, so I've always known you as a talent manager, but I know you create things and you produce and, and you're a brand manager. What what influences you or who influences you or has influenced you most? I mean, there's so many people that influence me. Um, there are so many people um, who come from, you know, I come, I'm from Queens. You know, I grew up in an inner city. You know, my parents are blue collar workers. And so people that I see, uh, that turns some, you know, nothing into something that, you know, defy the odds that are in mm-hmm. places that typically would not, you know, expect to see like those people influencing me. There's young women who have built, you know, multi-million dollar brands that support their community on Instagram. Those women mm-hmm. influence yeah. me. Mia Ray, who has a handbag line out of Detroit who is like scaling her business and in Forbes and, you know, making millions and millions of dollars speaking to her community. She influences me. There's, you know, another woman, Zakia Blaine, who has a fitness brand out of Maryland, like women who are like creating uh, businesses and becoming like incredible entrepreneurs doing multiple things who don't have, you know, that kind of background, didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs, um, didn't come from wealth. Those people inspire me. Um, You know, people that look like me, um, Mm -hmm. who are forging a path in places where you wouldn't typically see them. Um, And there's so many women like that, you know, my leak teal, the founder of Curlbox created a a subscription-based hair care delivery service that delivers natural hair care products to women who look like me on a monthly subscription base, you know, never been seen before. Millions and millions of dollars on her brand. Those kind of stories and people really influence me. You have partnered with Mary J. Blige on the Strength of Woman Festival. I've worked on the summit part, but the summit particularly 
uh, celebrates the people that inspire you in many ways. And, and I can say, because Mary J. Blige did actually speak on the stage, I expect her to talk about her music, but she was all about the entrepreneur, all about empowerment. Yeah. Um, how did this whole yeah. program get started? Um, you know, Mary has been speaking to the hearts of women for 30 years through her music. The songs that she's written, performed, um, have all been about women's hearts and love and mm -hmm. heartbreak and all of those things. And I think as she evolved and as she began to experience new things, as she became an entrepreneur and became really, really involved in her business, as she became really, really passionate about her health and her wellness regimen, um, and she became passionate about other things um, and included those things in her story and her conversations in her everyday life. She wanted to share that with her community and her audience. And so, you know, we were thinking about ways for her to do that. And if you've ever been to the Mary J. Blige show, it's like it's like church. It's like therapy. It's like <laughs> church. Women are singing, they're crying, yeah. they're hugging each other. And so we were like, how do we combine this experience that you get when you go to her show, this, this community, this love fest, this sisterhood, tears, the testimonies and all of that. But with some of the things that she's interested in now, she wants to talk to women about their health and their wellness. And she wants to talk to women about, you know, finances and mm -hmm. money and yep. entrepreneurship and all of the things that she's, she's really, really um, passionate about now. And so it was really a, like a natural progression for her and where she is in her life and her career and her, her business and us thinking about, okay, how do we bring her community and her audience along for the ride? And that's really where it came from. It's, you know, it's a weekend of, you know, concerts and live performances and all of those things. But but coupled with information and education and and all of the resources and all of the things that she wants to share with women about things outside of love and heartbreak and, and all of the things that you may know her for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're doing it again in 2024, May, from Mother's Day, right? Yep. I, yep. In Mother's Day weekend oh. in Atlanta, 2024 will be our third year. It just gets better and bigger every year. Um, bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger. <laughs> so outside of that event, what, what would you say is your most memorable project that you've done? Um, I would say the most memorable is the first one that we worked on together, the Essence New Voices entrepreneur summit okay. and target holiday market that was the the most memorable because it was the first of that scale right. I mean I've had like you know like many album release parties many premieres mm -hmm. and so many things I just did an event with time for the 60th uh, to, to commemorate the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington which is pretty monumental and amazing but the first one where I was really like I really cut my teeth on like large scale experiences, I think that was the most memorable. I, I I remember on my way to the first day, right? We had done load in and all of mm -hmm, that, but the mm -hmm. first day I was in a, in an Uber, um, and I just cried and cried, you and did? I had no idea why I was crying, uh. but I was just crying, crying, crying because I had no idea what to expect. Did we think about everything? Did I? you know, do we have enough Wi-Fi? Did, you know, did, like, I just, you know, I had no idea what to expect. Um, it was, it was just new. And so 
that was the most memorable and it was great it was great you know it it, it, it was well well uh, produced well designed well programmed everything was great but just the uncertainty was overwhelming mm-hmm, but yeah. also the reward like i think we hired you know probably 150 young people young hbcu students mm-hmm, as the staff mm-hmm. and so you know that that was like amazing to me and set the tone for how i staff um, events now and uh, staff productions now, but that was the most memorable. <laughs> well, that's good to know. And first time we worked together and, yeah. and, and we had yeah. a, a short, like everything else, we had a short turnaround on that. And you found this, that amazing yes. venue, which it's interesting. They use for uh, a lot of movie and you know, Marvel movies, which yes. now if yes. if you watch like yes. Spider-Man, I'm like, I, I remember that. That's that's that scene. And this is warehouse <laughs> where they shoot stranger things. I'm like, because yes. oh, this is raw, yes. raw yes. space. And we're like, what are we going to do with this? This yes. is just raw, you know, yes. <laughs> create a holiday yes. experience yes. in a gray warehouse. How do you do this? So that that was in a warehouse you know, where they do explosions. Right. Literally. And you can see the explosion stains on the wall. You know, so like, we got to hide this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but at least yes. you can, there's you're lots to... of carpet and lots of pipe and drape. Yeah. And you, it was big enough. You can actually drive. We had drove trucks in there and stuff. So that was helpful. Yes. So now if. Yes. If somebody was hiring you, which people do all the time, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you give them so that they can help you help them? Um, so, so I am, I'm a marketer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a marketer. I'm a marketer. I'm a storyteller. Um, and so if you work with me, Um, I am going to lean into the creative, to the programming. Um, You know, I've had experiences where people just want someone to just build what they have in their head, just Mm -hmm. build it. And so, so my advice would be just be open. You're coming to a marketing agency. I'm not going to just build what you tell me to build. I am, I am going to, to, to digest and respect your needs, but I'm also going to infuse some of my marketing experience some of my experience working with talent or brands or understanding the consumer experience, I am going to look to infuse that in. If I feel like it's missing, I always say like, I'm not an event. I don't do events. Like I create experiences. Mm -hmm. So if, if if you want someone to just build a wall, I'm not the person to talk to. We are. But if you want somebody (laughs) to help you curate an experience, come to me. And I, and listen, and I, I refer people all the time because, um, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. That's not, I'm not going to pay as close of attention to the wall and the scene and the crease in the wall <laughs> as I am going to be. What is the experience in the room that we want people to walk away from? Um, you know, what's the music? How does it smell? Mm-hmm. You know, do we have candles going? Like all of those things are the things I'm going to pay attention to. So sure. I would say if you, if, if my advice would be, you know, come with an open mind for me to work with you to create an experience. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I see when we work with you with just this um, full on experience. And that, and that goes back to the, you know, the talent, like who's the right, because you do get talent, who's the right talent for the room. And I know that, that, that literally is a job by itself. Um, Well, this has all been amazing. Well, thank you. Now have somebody wanted to follow what you're doing, social media, uh, how would they do that? Yes. Yes. The Ayers Agency at T-H-E-A-Y-A-R-S Agency. Um, And then my personal Instagram, which is not as exciting as our Ayers Agency Instagram, is at Ashana K. Ayers. 
A-S-H-A-U-N-N-A-K-A-Y-A-R-S. Cool. And we'll put all that in the notes. Ashana, this has been uh, incredible listening to your stories. And like I said, it's great to hear your background and your your origin story. Because I, like I said, I we've always just worked together so quickly together. Yeah. I think our conversations are no more yes. than 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> and then we're off. <laughs> but we get it done. Look at the we magic get, that we create look, look, we with just, 15, 20 minute conversations. No, they're efficient. We're like, you do what you do. I do what I do. Let's just get it done. And it yep. all comes together yep. at the end. That's yep. perfect. Perfect. Well, thank yep. you. Yep. Have an amazing day. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Bye. Thanks for listening to Creating the Perfect Experience. To get in touch and learn more, visit MarkStevenAgency.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, let us know by leaving us a review or posting about us on social media. We love to see it. Until next time.